My name is Bryce Kala, and I'm a dreamer. Both waking and sleeping, my rich and vivid imagination has been keeping life interesting since I was very little. So I'm going to share those dreams with you, and I'd love for you to share your dreams with me. Let's do this together in a little place that I like to call Somewhere in Dream World. And welcome to the Somewhere in Dream World podcast, the podcast about all things dreams, both waking and sleeping. My name is Bryce Kala. I'm your host. I'm not a doctor, but I have played one in an independent film. So close enough, right? I'm just somebody who really, really likes dreams and talking about dreams. So here we are talking about dreams. But before we can get into them, I have to give a shout out to this episode's potential sponsor, which could have been Parachutes. Yes, if you're falling and you can't get back up because you're in the sky and that's how gravity works, you need a parachute. Well, can I just fall from a plane with a backpack full of colored pencils? No, friend, that backpack needs a string on it, and that string, once pulled, needs to release a giant, colorful parachute. Because without it, you'll fall to your death. So, please, buy a parachute today. Or, if you make parachutes, feel free to sponsor this podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about nightmares where you die. Ooh, we didn't get enough death in the last episode, so I figured episode 13 should have something creepy about it. So here we are, nightmares where you die. We'll hear a couple of my dreams, a couple listener dreams, and at the very end, an unreleased song by Midnight Notion. Did not make it to the record, but it'll make it to the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Before we get into the dreams, let's talk news. Pew, 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 pew. I should really come up with a song to use for the news, a theme that would work for the news section. Anywho, uh, the CD release party was a grand old time. Oh, man, I was so excited to play the caboose with Midnight Notion, and we had over 100 people showing up uh, to lend their voices to us as we played loud and proud. We got an encore at the end. It was really fun, so more shows to come, and... I have announcements for those future shows, which are coming up April 19th. Midnight Notion will be playing at Can Can Wonderland in support of the Owl Eyes' album release show. And then on May 16th, we'll be playing at the Driftwood in Minneapolis. Uh, that's at 10.30 p.m. It's a Thursday night, so it's a late show, but I'm sure you'll show up because of course you will. This is great music. Uh, I also have a couple other non-music shows on April 12th. I will be improvising with the local music scene at Bryant Lake Bowl in uptown Minneapolis. Now, you if anyone who's been following long enough knows that Midnight Notion was a featured guest for the local music scene, this time around I get to be an improviser, so it'll be kind of fun to see things from the other side. Then on May 6th, my theater company, which specializes in horror theater, will be part of the Five-Fifths of Fringe 
at Park Square Theater, and that is each group uh, is given one-fifth of a movie, and we have to do our loose interpretation of that movie. And of course, we got Mary Poppins, so we have to make that scary. So uh, stick around for those, and um, I'd love to see your smiling faces there. Play some music, do some improv, and uh, produce uh, scary theater for you. Anyway, that's all the news I have for you. Now I think it's time to go to sleep. It's been a little while since I've told one of my sleeping dreams, but remember, you can always submit your dreams. All you have to do is write it up in an email to podcast at midnightnotion.com or leave a voicemail at 612-643-0944. I'm always excited to play people's dreams or read them uh, on this podcast, so that's what we're going to do today. First off, the subject matter, Nightmares Where You Die. Ooh, I've been fortunate enough in my years of a dream of being a dream world adventurer that I don't think I've actually experienced death very often at all. As a matter of fact, when I think about it, I can only remember two dreams. So I'm going to share those for you. They're really quick and simple. And then we'll get into the listeners dreams because these I'm so excited to share. Uh, Real, really interesting. Uh, the first one I remember, my brain puts it, uh, I think, somewhere around seven, eight, nine years old. I don't know the year specifically, but just keep in mind that this is coming from a young Bryce. And I know exactly what it means, but I remember looking down over the side of something. Uh, imagine a, a tall uh, concrete wall looking down into a pit of lava and there was a, uh, a monster. It's not any monster. It's specifically the bone creatures that pop up in Super Mario World. This is the Super Nintendo game where uh, Yoshi made his debut. And there, there is a lava level where you're riding on these skulls. And every once in a while, these eyes pop out of the lava. And then they go back down. And then it jumps out. And it's this giant like monster thing. I remember seeing that in my dream. And whatever happened, whoever I was with, we were screwing around right next to the edge. And I fell over. And as I was falling, I saw the eyes... And then they went down, and then it popped open with its mouth open, and I was falling right into the thing's mouth, and that's the dream. Honestly, of all the ways to die in a dream, not super scary, not really realistic, not something you would have to fear in real life, but legitimately one of the only things I can think of when I actually felt like I was going to meet my end in Dream World. The second came actually fairly recently, and uh, not to bring the mood down or anything, but I was experiencing, I was, I don't know if I was laying, if I was in a field, I don't know where I was, but a tornado was forming above me. And longtime listeners know that tornado is a recurring theme for me. Typically, a signature uh, signifies change, uh, as some dream psychologists would put it, uh, but I saw this tornado forming, and it was blue skies, so it really was out of nowhere, and it was kind of a white tornado. It wasn't the dark, like, brown, like, lots of debris. It was just like the swirling was beginning, even though there were no clouds, and I remember looking up at it and just going, well, that's it. 
can't do anything else and just being very accepting of it. And I woke up kind of feeling depressed because, I mean, what kind of place do you have to be in to see impending doom and not want to run to just lay back and take it? And so I was kind of I was kind of down the next day. I woke up kind of sad and I did what I always do. I write it out. I make art and I reach out to friends and I talk about it with friends because I feel like when I reach out and when I talk to people about these things, it helps me realize, um, one, that humanity can be pretty cool sometimes and that typically there's someone there ready to support you. Uh, but two, to, you know, just remind myself of my own humanity. I'm alive. Uh, my mortality, maybe. Uh, I'm alive. I'm well. And I have the benefit of being able to reach out to people. Um, so if if anything else, listeners, if there's something bothering you in your life, uh, I hope that there's someone near you who who is able to listen and guide you through that. If nothing else, you can always send it in to the Midnight Notion podcast. And maybe there's something myself or someone else listening can do. Uh, maybe there's something we can do for you. But anyway, those are my two dreams that I can remember. Uh, let's get into some listener dreams. This one comes from Kristen, who writes, I'll start with the freakiest dream I've ever had in my life. It was just last year. I was in my current home, cleaning or something, just walking around the house. I come across a door off the side of the closet I never saw before, and when I opened it, it leads me to another whole house. But not just a house, a mansion. I was so excited for discovering this and wondering how I didn't know about it or see it before. As I'm walking around daydreaming in my sleeping dream about all the ways to decorate this new space, I look outside one of the windows and the world is on fire. There's black smoke everywhere, cars crashed and fires all over, and people screaming and running around. I hear gunfire, but I can't tell what's going on. I go outside and wander around confused, but not scared. The dead and dying are all around me, and I'm stepping over corpses. Eww. Then I see them in the distance, the huge alien creatures with machine guns shooting everyone in their path. The aliens are like 10 feet tall, with that alien face you see on UFO shows. They hate us humans, and I knew that. I just stand there for a while, watching them shoot men, women, and children. I keep walking undetected and come across a large, round fountain in the middle of the city. The water is clogged up with dead bodies and debris. I decide to lay down among the bodies, and I rested my head on my arms, which were laying on the edge of the fountain. I close my eyes, thinking I'd just waited out, so maybe they won't find me. Suddenly, I felt the presence of one of the large aliens looming over me, and I looked up. His face told me he hated me, and I had to die, just because I was human, nothing personal. I seemed to understand and just accepted it without question. I laid my head back down on the edge of the fountain, closed my eyes, felt the end of the rifle in the side of my head, and felt and heard the bullet go through my brain. Then everything went black. I was still conscious somehow, but there was no noise, no light, and I knew I had no body. I was in some kind of black void for what seemed like a very long time. Then I suddenly opened my eyes and wake up. It took me many times to remember that I was in bed and that this was a dream. It felt so real and I was so confused when I woke up. I had accepted I was dead and I knew why. I was calm, content, and unafraid. When I realized it was a dream, my first reaction was, well, now what am I supposed to do? Like, damn, I have to keep living? That sucks. 
That feeling didn't last long, but the localized pain on the side of my head did. The feeling I felt to the bullet, the sound of it, and the blackness after still haunts me to this day. Wow. Thank you so much, Kristen, for submitting. That is terrifying. That is absolutely, genuinely terrifying. We've had a lot of talks about nightmares and death and all that on this podcast, but it's such a long dream, and there's like a storyline that goes all the way through. You are in your house, you find a new house, and then there's death and dying in the streets. You figure out what the problem actually is, and then... It comes to you, and that's the end. And then, not only that, but you wake up with a pain on your head that's just crazy to me. Now, one thing that I'm always curious about is, do you sleep with sound effects? Some people put uh, a sound on their phone, like raindrops or a babbling brook. Some people leave the TV on all night. I'm always curious, uh, and this goes for everyone listening, do you have something on while you're sleeping? A phone, a TV, uh, the radio, uh, a fan? Is there something playing in the background that may be contributing to your dreams? In the last episode, we talked about someone who was in a coma who was feeling cold sensations, and in their dream, they were going all the way up to Alaska, and they were feeling the coldness of Alaska, but really it was just their brain putting stuff into it was putting their body sensations into their dream now the reason I ask that is because there's a lot of different things that happen in this dream I talk a lot about my experiences with uh, lots of rooms and hidden passageways and uh, there are some people who believe that that means there's a lot of choices and options happening in your life that maybe there's a lot of rooms to discover and and you don't know quite which one to take uh, maybe you're indecisive about something in your career or your life or whatever. But then this one takes a whole new level because you find this new place and you're excited about it. But then there's all this stuff outside. So now I'm wondering what's outside of your life. Maybe there's people you know or people in your community, people you've seen that are ma making not so great of choices that are maybe weighing on your shoulders heavy, uh, like aliens attacking, <laughs> uh, but not literally aliens. And then there's also the option of what if the TV was on and Ancient Aliens was just playing in the background. Maybe some action movie was on and the gunfire was being translated. You know, there's a there's kind of room for whether it's your brain coming up with it or it's just your surroundings being translated through the dream filter. Um, it could go either way. But what's really fascinating to me is the fact that you experienced a death at the end of this at the end of this dream and you woke up with a pain in that area. Once again, I like to believe the science of dreams. Uh, more often than anything uh, spiritual or anything like that. And so I wonder if that pain was a headache or some some sort of head pain that uh, just happened to be translated as a gunshot wound in your dream. Who knows? I can't say that's the answer without asking you where you were on that day, what you did. Maybe you bumped something at night while you were rolling around, or maybe you have a partner that bumped you. I don't know your full story, but that's my first interpretation. I'd like to know what uh, the actual situation was, and um, also what you think of the dream. What do you think it means? What, it, what does it mean to you? That's what I'm more curious about. 
So anyway, thank you, Kristen, for the dream. On to the next one. This one comes from Andy. Andy writes, Imagine a home you grew up in your entire life, the place you call home and feel happy and comfortable and loved. It has a garage with a pull-up door, no automatic garage door, uh, with windows of plexiglass. It's night, the light of a full moon making the ambience a certain shade of dark blue. I'm in the garage feeling angry and the dark figure of a man, an ambiguous man with no facial features, made of just solid shadow. He approaches the garage door, which is both open and closed simultaneously. Open because I need to see him, but shut because I'm trapped. And he pulls a gun from the pocket of his midnight black hoodie. He shoots me, and I collapse to the ground, my blood pooling all around my cooling body, inky dark like the blackness of the man, and rage fills me. I scream with my rage, and the red veil drops before my eyes as I will myself to live and stand and face the shadowy man. His reflection shows in the shattered pieces of plexiglass, broken by the gunshot, and I look back at myself. Ooh, now this one isn't a death, but I picked it for a specific reason. One, interesting that a gun showed up in both of these dreams, but two, this one has a unique twist. This is almost like a movie-like twist at the end. Uh, I'm assuming the way that I'm reading this is that the shadowy man is actually yourself. So the, the sitting in the garage, looking at this dark shadow man, he approaches, he's scary, but you can't tell who he is. He shoots a gun at, yourself, at you, and then you, instead of dying, get mad at him and realize he's yourself. I'm a big fan of the Legend of Zelda series, and so anyone who's played Ocarina of Time can tell you about Shadow Link. This plays into my interests. Uh, but anyway, the, the actual literal interpretation of this dream, I'm curious to know what everyone else thinks. But the way that I read this is uh, usually when there's a dark figure approaching, an alien or a shadow man, usually there's something in your head that you're feeling... Uh, there's something you're feeling towards someone in your life, whether it's recently or, or weeks have passed or months have passed or even years. This person has come to your to the forefront of your imagination and you're thinking about what they've done against you in your life. Or maybe they're they've got some villainous plan or a disagreement. Usually uh, being shot at or murdered in a dream means uh, some sort of troubles with work or your community. And so I'm curious to know who this man represents. But then the twist at the end, being that he is yourself, now I'm curious about how you feel about yourself currently. Is the situation you're in, in your life, maybe not as favorable as you wish it were? Maybe you find yourself disappointed in what you're achieving. I know that I've felt this a lot of times, uh, especially with the song we're about to play uh, later in this episode, where you really, really want something to go a certain way and you can see it and it's clear as day in your mind. But every time you put it to paper or put it to digital screen or you try to play it out, whatever the case, it just doesn't work the way that you had envisioned um, and, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has off days. Everybody has down days. So again, as I said earlier, reach out to your friends and talk it out. I find no better solution than to speaking your concerns into the world, into the universe, 
and eventually some answer will come to, or at least some sort of relief that, hey, it's okay to shelve the project and bring it back another time. So I don't know what your situation is, Andy, that this dream came to. I hope that everything is well with you and that the dark man isn't attacking you anymore or that you're not attacking yourself anymore. Uh, hopefully in an analyzing your dreams, you can figure out what it is in your waking life that's bothering you and maybe do something about it to fix those things. So that's the dream. That's my interpretation of the dream. And thank you so, so much, Andy, for submitting that dream. I really appreciate your listenership and, of course, your participation. For the next episode, I want to talk about sleepwalking. Is there anything you've done? Have you ever walked in your sleep or talked in your sleep? What do you do in the dream world that is actually happening in the real world at the same time? I'm curious about that. I want to hear from you. I already have uh, one listener dream ready to go on this that I'm excited to share. Uh, but I want to hear from the rest of you. Do you walk? Do you talk? Do you do other things in your sleep? Let me know by sending it in to podcast at midnightnotion.com or phoning it in at 612-643-0944. Those are all the sleeping dreams we have for this episode. Now it's time to wake up. With all this talk about killing and murdering and all that stuff, it reminded me of something I had to kill recently, which wasn't a living being, it was a song. I've been working on this Somewhere in Dream World record for so long, and it's finally out, and it's finally just perfect. It's the way it needs to be. But there are a couple songs that didn't make the cut. And this particular song is called Treadmill. And a long time ago, it was set to be track number 13. So what better episode to release track number 13 than episode 13? So here we go. Without further ado, the unmixed rough cut of last year's recording of Treadmill. And we'll talk a little bit about why it didn't make the cut after this.
admit I was a little sad to see this one go but I think it was the right choice what do you think was it the right choice or the wrong choice did you like the song did you hate it uh, I, I'm I'm ready to hear what you think of it but basically I just it you know you know art art is hard <laughs> and sometimes you make something that you really enjoy but it just isn't ready yet and I think that's the case with this song. There's something about the notes that I chose, uh, something about the rhythm that I chose, and something about the lyrics, even even the lyrics. Um, I am really, really satisfied with the verses. Uh, there's a bit in the second verse where it references at 12 o'clock, a notion finds me. And there was a part of me that almost named the song Midnight Notion, but then I thought that'd be a little bit little bit of a stretch so I got rid of that idea uh, the working title was the hours alone ooh and this song actually started 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 as a song from a band I was in in high school uh, I didn't write the main parts I wrote the drums I was the drummer in that band and we played it a couple of times the that song was called October and it wasn't working for the singer, and we just kind of stopped playing it. So I rewrote it. I made it my own version and put my own lyrics to it. 
And even still, it just it just isn't there yet. I think it's something to do with the chorus. And there's also something about the rhythm. There's just something isn't quite meshing. I think that the verses are fantastic. I really love the outro. Um, I love the middle bit where it gets quiet and it builds up. Um, there's a lot of things to love in this song, but it just quite just didn't quite get there. Now, a lot of the songs that were originally part of this record that didn't make the cut, I didn't even record this time through. But this one, I thought even up to the end, I thought it was going to be part of it. And it just got cut somewhere around December or January. So this was really, really late in the process. That's why I have such a good recording of it. Uh, and not some sloppy demo. Uh, but again, Treadmill just didn't quite make the cut. So maybe you'll hear it again someday in a better form. But for now, that's what we have. Anywho, that's the end of this episode. We talked a lot about death. Uh, in the next episode, I want to hear about your sleepwalking and sleep talking. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you to our potential sponsor, Parachutes. And as always, please, 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 please submit your dreams to podcast at midnightnotion.com or phone them in at 612-643-0944. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'd love to see you at the upcoming shows and talk dreams with you there. But until that happens, I guess I'll just see you on the next episode next month on the 12th. So, I've been Bryce, you've been awesome, thank you so much for listening, and remember, sleep well, dream well, and be well.